0: Welcome back to The Human Exception. This week, Nathan takes us to Salem and tells us all about witchcraft in early America. In case for some reason you doubted that the Crucible had any grounding in reality. Then Courtney will take us to more pleasant times, talking about the rise of modern witchcraft and its boom in popularity today. As always, expect foul language, but also the horror that is the witch trials, people being falsely accused, tortured, and killed through mob mentality and bigotry. It's good times, so let's get ready for another Human Exception. Um yeah. and everyone oh, stops talking soon as a few okay. <laughs> um so okay. I started like
1: poking through my my Italian witchcraft book. Um right. come to find out that the lady who wrote it's from Kelowna. Huh. What a small fucking world.
2: Wow, no kidding.
1: Um and it's lovely and everyone should read it. I will share it with all of you because Sharing is caring. Unless it's
3: COVID. Unless it's exactly. Unless yeah, it's fuck COVID
0: you can or any it. germs. God, no no germs. germs, please. Keep your germs to no yourself. That's the one. Don't share that.
2: hmm Welcome back to the human exception.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good. We're doing real mm-hmm. good. We're doing great. Great. Yep. Super so great. We're, Super good. <laughs> we're here for our second part of our witches episode. Wait, and Courtney, is- Courtney has joined us and we'll present- be presenting a topic as well. Hello. She just lives here now.
3: That's <laughs> okay. I forced you it. to
1: take me. No,
3: we no, was... Wait, forced? What?
0: We invited no, we- her to the Hex channel and then we... <laughs> were yeah,
3: don't...
1: Up. remember that time when I was like, hey, I just don't want to do like a short thing on some fun creatures and then um, you couldn't fucking get rid of me.
4: <laughs> Cheers. Courtney, Courtney's like that that really cute stray cat that just like wandered into your house and you're like all right well i guess you live here now that's okay
1: (laughs) am i the stray cat or am i the toxoplasmosis
4: (laughs) why not both
1: or i've given you toxoplasmosis no (laughs) which is my endless knowledge of random shit
4: you have your (laughs) shots you're allowed to be here you're not gonna get
1: rabies you're not gonna get uh, I haven't gotten my new flu shot yet, but it's on the list.
3: Oh, yeah. I'll probably get mine next week. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be time I'm... for that again. Oh, oh shit. I gotta mean... reschedule
3: my third COVID shot,
0: too. So is everyone uh, doing three shots now? Like, what's happening? Uh, three
1: shots are for those who are immunocompromised. Oh, uh, okay. About,
0: uh, or elderly. Something about Three shots, and I was like, "Wait, do we have to go get another shot? I don't know what's happening." And you only then... have
3: to get a booster, I think, if it's certain um, kind, like Moderna or you know whatever. Not the Moderna ones. Oh, but well, no, Moderna West and ones?
1: Pfizer, Moderna and Pfizer. They're all, they're also recommending a third shot. Um, and if you have Johnson and Johnson, they're recommending you either get Moderna or right. Pfizer as a second shot. Since J and J is a singular, um, which I just read today. But yeah, it's it's mostly for people who have a weakened immune system slash no immune system because our immuno response was anywhere between one third to two thirds of the normal person's. So we only have like a third of a shield. Which it's is not of no effective. shield, but still not great. Right. Yep. And so then they are like, oh, let's kick it up to three shots, and then maybe they won't
0: be so shitty. <laughs> Fun. Fine. Remember when it wasn't a pandemic?
4: What's that no, nope. I don't know. Mm-mm. We, I keep saying always like,
3: lived here.
0: People <laughs> with
1: no masks on still freaks me the fuck out.
4: It's so weird. I don't get it. People, put your mask on.
1: I definitely um like because we've had all of our friends are vaccinated. I hang out with so like we've had get togethers, small get togethers, legal get togethers of people, but like it still gives me. Uh, anxiety <laughs> mm-hmm. and like the fatigue from that is just like tenfold so seeing my family was its own special kind of hell
0: well yeah oh. and you're also in like fucking new york and you just had to go through the airport a bunch and
1: yeah, yeah Maggie, no one, that
0: was super stressful no one still fucking
1: knows how to wear a mask it's been a year and a fucking half people it goes over your face stick as well as your chin the whole, I don't want to see your face stick. I don't want to see your mouth. If your mask comes down when you're wandering around, it's not fitting on you properly and it's doing you jack fucking no good. Get a better mask. Don't be a fucking dumbass. I don't want to look at your goddamn face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on face dick. <laughs> stick. Face dick. Haven't yep. you seen that's exactly what reminds me of us like when when I don't know if we've ever had this happen, but like if a guy ever just like pokes his little like just little Little half chub out of his pants. I don't know why it's small, but it why? is in this case.
3: I hate.
1: No. <laughs> just like it just like sits it on top. Like you've never had a guy just like come put his like his no. family jewels on your desk or something and it just really. Absolutely
3: <laughs> not. Absolutely not. I can say that with 125% confidence. I some
1: real gems, let me tell you. <laughs> um, what's the name of that guy from World War II? The little the little cartoon that everybody draws looks like a dick hanging over a wall <laughs> no no. <laughs> no there's a thing i know it's a thing what's his name philbert herbert
4: i've, I've seen the i've seen the comic that you're talking about
2: yeah, yeah yeah
1: it looks like that anyway that's that's what that's what you look like when you don't put your mask over your face properly you look like you just have a very sad small dick hanging out all right anyway So,
0: witches!
4: Witchcraft!
1: (laughs) There should be a spell to keep you from vomiting on airplanes. That would be good.
4: That would be great.
1: Awesome. I've never done
2: that before. It was really gross. I have never up in an airplane either.
0: Nope. But I can't imagine it's fun. No. Alright. So, I guess since we did like Europe last time, and Japan was just there, I guess we'll start with Nathan? Before we let uh, Courtney get us caught up in modern times.
4: Yeah. So a lot of, well, I guess a lot of what I found was that, uh, as Hallie had mentioned last time, a lot of the practices and sort of witch hunting Uh, ideas had come over from europe to well stateside basically um and a lot of what they did was very very similar uh so i sort of decided to focus in on what everyone generally hears about uh the salem witch trials um but i wanted to start with just this like excerpt from the Malleus Maleficarum because... I thought you were going to
0: say the Crucible for a sec
4: no um, because they have a page they have pa- sorry pages dedicated uh, directions for the torture of a witch oh and so we're going to start off on a real nice note um and it's basically like hey we need to put down some ground rules so people know exactly what they're doing and so it might seem i don't know maybe like somewhat humane ish so let's just put it in a, in, in a book and make sure people understand and it's kind of law. Um, so, uh, starting on page, uh, I believe, page 11 of the Malleus Maleficarum. Uh, the, me- the method of beginning an examination by torture is as follows. First, the jailers prepare the implements of torture. Then they strip the prisoner. If it be a woman, she has already been stripped by other women, upright and of good rapport. <laughs> uh,
2: um
4: So there's a, there's a footnote here and it says sometimes in place of the prisoner's clothing, a garment furnished by the court was now supplied to be worn during torture.
0: Your torture garment.
4: Yep. <sighs> Here, have your potato sack. Um, This stripping is lest some means of witchcraft may have been sewed into the clothing, such as often taught by the devil. They prepare from the bodies of unbaptized infants murdered that they might be forfeit salvation.
2: What? Let's go. Let's what are we doing? What's that, babies?
0: What's going on? So Can we use babies to make our clothes magic. Is that what yeah, I heard?
4: that's okay. exactly what you heard. Okay, we gotta was... strip the witch mm-hmm. because their baby blood spells are on the clothes.
0: Too much AC can't can't I... torture.
4: Yeah,
5: <laughs>
0: that's how we get rid of COVID. You just bathe in baby blood.
1: <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick! Somebody tell the alt right. I'm sure they're
0: already oh on it. somewhat, yeah, that's gonna oh, get they would be out. so confused at that point. Sorry. They're like, sorry, sorry. Oh, the liberals are killing Courtney. babies. If we kill babies, <laughs> this
4: is gonna. Be- does oh does this worry. make me a liberal?
3: This, sorry. oh god, yeah,
0: be careful. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All I can think is uh, some QAnon crazy is gonna hear that one clip somehow, and that's it. That's it. We're done. Set it on fire and walk away. Yeah.
0: The first uh, thing that I'm going to say to that is, like, if you're QAnon and you're listening to this, I'm surprised
4: you got here. How <laughs> you know what? are you here?
0: I hope you're here
3: because you think we're nuts. And then maybe we get a tiny little crack of reality through. That's all I want.
1: So don't don't kill
4: babies. Don't kill babies. Or
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the of the story, don't kill babies.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
0: This is a great start. All right.
4: And (laughs) when the the implements of... (laughs) Strip the witches. And when the implements of torture have been prepared, the judge, both in person and through other good men zealous in the faith, tries to persuade the prisoner to confess the truth freely. But if he will not confess, he bids attendants to take the prisoner fast to the Strapato or other implement of torture
0: what's a
2: Excellent question. Mm.
4: <laughs> uh It looks like a sex wing.
2: It looks like, okay.
4: <laughs> let me let me get the picture for this you. This
2: torture's weird. <laughs>
3: yeah, this is to, to I think we I think we got
0: it wrong, but <laughs> I'm, I, oh boy. It is a sex oh. swing. Oh, yeah. that's, some,
1: that's some shibari
3: shit right there. <laughs> well, <Huh>. now.
4: <laughs> right. Unexpected. Oh, it, it is. Weird. It's not like, it's basically tying you up to a, um, to a large piece of wood with your arms behind you. Uh, Semi hogtied,
3: yeah. yeah. That
1: makes just... me uncomfortable. Is that a statue? What is this? His face. Yeah,
4: you I know, think that's, that's a statue. That's
0: I hope it's a statue. Yeah, but like, also, why would you <clears throat> make that statue?
3: Yeah, no. Yeah,
4: but yeah, you're basically hung with your arms behind your back, um, so tied, hands tied behind your back, and then lift it up. Not, not great. Not less, no, not hot. Less less sexy. <laughs> there you go. Oh.
1: Yeah, you don't get a safe word.
4: It's no. not what?
0: good. No <laughs> safe word in torture? What do you mean? You yeah, should have a so. safe word in torture.
3: Is there soul transference going on in that image?
4: <clears throat> Something like
3: that.
1: I think that he's just happen. breathing blood onto that uh enclosure. Ah!
4: Yeah, maybe.
0: Fucking get
4: What the, the fuck flag.
1: is that thing? <laughs> Remember when you were like So Hallie asked in the chat what, oh. <laughs> what, What's the worst phrase in the of torture And I said speculum That's not a speculum That's a little thing they use to get the cell yeah. uh, Cell things from your cervix And they hurt like a son of a bitch And they're not supposed to But they always do Anyway Sorry <laughs> uh,
4: The attendants obey forthwith Yet with feigned agitation Feigned agitation oh, What? Pretend you don't like it.
2: Oh, no. Pretend you don't, don't like torture. do me, daddy.
4: Then, at the prayer of some of those present, the prisoner is loosed again and is taken aside and once more persuaded to confess, being led to believe that he will, in that case, not be put to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Here it may be asked whether the judge, in the case of a prisoner much defamed, convicted by both witnesses and by proofs, nothing being lacked but his own confession can properly lead him to hope that his life will be spared, when, even if he confesses his crime, he will be punished with death.
2: So what's the upside yeah. to confessing?
4: there is there is literally none from what i can to
0: like assage their guilt or something so they feel a little bit better about themselves maybe okay that person really was a witch good thing we killed them yeah
1: but that doesn't do anything for the victim like if if
0: you're being accused of witchery and you're gonna gonna die either way if you're being accused of witchcraft you're fucked already too late
4: yeah this this book was also like written in the late 1940s so i Mm. mean what was the law
0: was law witchcraft was still illegal yep (laughs) that
2: was pretty much the law don't do witchcraft (laughs) (laughs) bonkers anyway
4: uh it must be answered that opinions vary some hold that even a witch a very ill repute, apute, repute against whom the evidence justifies violent suspicion and who, as a ringleader of the witches, is accounted very dangerous, may be assured of her life and condemned instead, of, instead to perpetual imprisonment on bread and water in case she will give sure and convincing testimony against other witches yet this penalty of perpetual imprisonment must not be announced to her but only that her life will be spared and that she will punish she will be punished in some other fashion perhaps by exile and doubtless such notorious witches especially those who prepare witch potions or who by magical methods cure those bewitched would be particularly suited to be thus preserved in order to aid the bewitched or to accuse other witches. Were <laughs> it not that their accusations cannot be trusted, since the devil is a liar, unless confirmed by proofs and witnesses.
0: Alright, so you confess, you die, but if you snitch, life imprisonment.
4: <laughs> yeah. If you were found to be, like, a leader of witches, quote quote. You are probably going to be spared from death because, hey, if we let you live, maybe you'll try and snitch on other people to actually get out or to get that exile we sort of discussed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is also like
2: death in the new world. Just saying.
4: Yeah, absolutely. But also, we don't trust you because you're a witch, so there's definitely going to have to be some sort of evidence and witnesses.
0: We didn't need evidence and witness to get you here, but we need you to provide some for your
2: cohorts.
4: Yeah. Um, Others hold, as to this point, that for a time the promise made to the witch sentenced to imprisonment is to be kept, but that after a time she should be burned. Uh, a third view is that the judge may safely promise witches to spare their lives if only he will later excuse himself from pronouncing the sentence and will let another do this in his place.
2: Okay. So we're going to spare you
4: if, you know, y- you give up the information, you confess, whatever. Um Oh, wait. Thanks for the confession. Hold that thought. I'm going to get another judge. Uh, And then the other judge can come up and condemn her to death.
0: I see. Good cop, bad cop. Yep. Good judge, bad judge.
4: Good judge, bad judge. Bad judge, bad bad judge. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say.
2: There's no good judge in this situation. (laughs) There is
4: not. No. Yeah, this is like, this whole thing is so... Real fucked up. Um. All right. But if neither by threats nor by promises such as these, the witch can be induced to speak the truth, then the jailers must carry out the sentence and torture the prisoner according to the accepted methods with more or less of severity as the delinquent's crime may demand. And, while he is being tortured, he must be questioned on the the articles of accusation, and this frequently and persistently, beginning with the lighter charges, for he will more readily confess the lighter than the heavier. And, while this is being done, the notary must write down everything in his record of the trial, how the prisoner is tortured, and on what points he is questioned, and how he answers. This is is so fucked. And note that, if he confesses under the torture, he must afterward be conducted to another place that he may confirm it and certify that it was not due alone to the force of the torture. (laughs) Yeah, okay. But if the prisoner will not confess the truth satisfactorily, other sorts of tortures must be placed before him with the statement that, unless he will confess the truth, he must endure these also. But, if not even thus, he can be brought into terror and to the truth the next day, or the next, but one is to be set for a continuation of the tortures, not a repetition. For they must not be repeated unless new evidence be produced.
2: Sweet.
4: So. Basically what they're saying is. Okay, but if you don't get a confession out of on day one and he's still alive. You have to do a new torture and he has to know what that new torture is. Because by law, we can't just continue to repeat a torture day after day after day the same (laughs) way. So the footnote makes an interesting comment about this because basically this was a legal fiction um it was to avoid the there was a uh, there was a restriction during that time about the repetition of torture so you could not subject a person to repeated torture over and over and over, day after day. However, if you subjected a person to a different type of torture the next day, technically it wasn't the same thing, so you weren't breaking any laws. This whole this whole trial is a trial by torture, But today, I'm trying to drown you to get information out of you. You survived this. The trial goes on tomorrow. I cannot repeat that same torture. So we're going to string you up by your arms and let you hang for a day. And then we're going to break your knees the next day. And then we're going to waterboard you the day after. Because we, until we run out of tortures, and you're probably going to be dead anyway.
0: Get get away with indefinite torture.
2: Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Good times. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-mm. No. Um.
4: At the end of it all, uh, the judge is laid out with a very specific, uh, sentence that they are um, to to say, basically, we the judge do assign you such and such a day for the continuation of torture. Um, so that from your own mouth, the truth may be heard, And that the whole may be recorded by the notary. Uh, basically, they have to say that, today we are subjecting you to this tell us the truth blah 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 the next day we're subjecting you to this instead and it has to be written down (laughs) for legal processes
0: you have to give your torture victim a schedule
4: (laughs) basically um so you guys probably noticed that uh throughout this the pronouns have changed were changed uh would change between he and her uh obviously that was because during the uh during the time they weren't just uh as we as we mentioned it was predominantly women that were uh hit with the with the witch hammer um but men were also brought into it and accused of being wizards so witches and wizards were brought in, um, and over the time uh, that the Salem witch trials were happening, uh, nineteen people were sentenced to death. Um, and I'm, if I have the numbers correct, I think about twenty five percent of them were men; the rest were female.
0: Additions like what identifies a wizard? First, as a witch, like we know most of shit about witches being identified as pretty much just because they don't do what a man says.
4: <laughs> they well, like half of the half of the shit was was hearsay, right? It was well, someone didn't agree with me, or this person, this person stood up for his wife, uh, being accused wow. or mm-hmm. as a witch, wow. and so well, obviously he's a wizard. <laughs> oh and God. I. And I actually, I've got, uh, there are a couple of examples of that that I will definitely be sharing. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, the last part. Um, the judge must see to it that moreover, throughout the interval, guards are constantly with the prisoner so that she may not be left alone because she will be visited by the devil and attempted into suicide.
2: Oh, <laughs> can't let our prisoners commit suicide.
0: It's, it's
1: not the threat of of terrible, horrifying, painful death that it that's doing it. It's definitely the devil just coming and like, hey, bitch, let's go. Yep, get in the car.
0: <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, fuck up some bitch. I don't know. What would the devil even care? Well, if know. yeah, I don't know. No, I don't
2: understand the whole devil worship thing. It's because no one does
1: it. (laughs) It's because it's literally made up by Christians to make people scared. Anyway, I'll be quiet. (laughs) No, you won't.
4: (laughs) No, you won't. I'll be
1: quiet for a few minutes. (laughs)
4: Okay. So, the Salem Witch Trials in themselves lasted two years. Not even that. Uh,
2: about a year. Um,
4: they. Let me see. Yeah. So they started in January of 1692. And. They ended in January of 1693. There is this page that. I had been originally directed to from the University of Missouri, Kansas City. Uh, There was a, it was a very poorly laid out um, website, but had a lot of really interesting stuff. Uh, And a lot of it had been moved over to a Different website called FamousTrials.com Trials um, and it looks basically all of the information that this professor had sort of put together on it. Uh, so I had been sort of picking and picking stuff from there, as well as finding other uh, other stuff, as well as the Cornell University Library that, um, and the other links that Hallie had shared. So. Uh, Looking into Salem, the first, um, I guess the first execution of a witch happened on June 10th of 92. So, on April 18th, the first uh, supposed witch, um, Bridget Bishop. As explained, she is a singular character, not easily described. Uh, She was born between uh, 1632 and 1637. She married three times. Uh, Her third and final marriage uh, after the deaths of her first two husbands was to a Mr. Edward Bishop. Um, He was a sawyer, so like a lumber worker. Uh, and she didn't have any kids, no kids to speak about,
2: just unfortunate deaths
4: of her husband's moving on.
2: Obviously a witch.
4: I mean, maybe, um, she had been accused of witchcraft by more people than any other defendant. Um. And uh, based on the time, a lot of the accusations were pretty vehement, pretty vicious. Uh, It it wasn't so much her, quote, quote, sundry acts of witchcraft that is in her case um, that caused her to be the first person, first witch to be hanged. Uh, But supposedly it was her flamboyant lifestyle uh, and exotic manner of dress.
0: This town really did not like this girl. Mm-mm. Did uh, she? Um, did she show a little too much ankle?
1: <laughs> did she maybe put a yellow buttercup in her hair? The harlot. You <laughs> <laughs> might have. You never know.
2: She she just one, too one,
1: one top button was unbuttoned, and she smiled with her whole mouth. How dare she!
0: Yeah. How dare you be flamboyant. Point? Flim-
1: she giggled once. How
0: Fucking A. <laughs> okay.
2: So one of the
4: uh she was a very uh she was a member in good standing of the local church, which seems a little bit odd for someone who is being accused of you know, witchcraft um and it seems that her good standing stayed until her death uh she was the kind of person who again was the talk of the town but not necessarily in the good way she just kept feeding the uh the gossip <laughs> mill the rumor mill uh she would publicly fight with her husbands so you know, it's a bad thing if the woman stands up for herself. God forbid. Um, he did entertaining guests in the home until late at night, Ooh. drinking and playing the forbidden game of shuffleboard. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's unforgivable. Like I was seriously every, expecting. Why, why does <laughs> even go to trial?
1: Every yeah. single. Home has like 50 witches because all old Jesus. ladies do is drink gin and play shuffleboard and canasta. Right. Oh my god.
4: And she <laughs> was being the mistress of two thriving taverns in town.
1: Oh, she was she was an independent woman who didn't take shit from no one, is what I'm hearing.
4: Yep.
2: Get it, girl, except you died. I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: yeah. So, her, quote, dubious moral character and shameful con- shameful conduct caused discord to arise in other families, and young people were in danger of her corruption. Oh. Uh, her blatant disregard for the respected standards of a Puritan society made her a prime target for accusations of witchcraft. So, so like...
0: My 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 question is like, if she was actually a sex worker, then like, was was she actually one? Like, when her husband was okay with it? Like, I'm so confused. Uh,
4: they don't really have a lot.
2: Was she a sex worker, or is she like the madam? Mm.
4: It, I don't. She said she even was either a way is so like I don't know like she might just
0: be the barkeeper.
4: He could be just like the
0: fucking waitress and like it just too many men came home horny from watching her and their wives got upset.
4: Yeah. Uh, Pretty much.
0: Yeah. Or they were
1: mad because she had successful taverns and they didn't
4: (laughs) also that. Yep. Yeah. Uh she had a somewhat outrageous lifestyle by Puritan standards.
3: I love uh, that. That that's outrageous. That's pretty right.
4: Great. Uh, she was in the habit of dressing more artistically than women of the village. Artistically,
3: I almost so, like, I almost yelled out "décolletage" real loud,
0: and then just like, <laughs> <laughs> not
3: she the tits. Oh God!
0: Want to see so, her like? <laughs> I want to see her outfits compared to everyone. Compares to everyone oh, else. God.
4: So this is, this is a, this plays into that, that bit that we were discussing in, the last time in how people would basically shit on someone for out of jealousy, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that person just has more fun and it has a better lifestyle than I do in general and obviously her husband is okay with it uh, or doesn't say anything about it. Um, So fucking that that's a witch right there. Want that out of there. I don't want to I don't want to have to deal with my own shame of not being my own person. So she's got to go. Um,
0: TLDR um, medieval times and like the early 1800s was just like high school. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh ooh, one of the descriptions of her clothing was a black cap, a black hat, and a red paragon bodice bordered and looped with different colors. That Get bodice it. is what
2: it was. Yep. Good. Yep. Was How dare
4: you wear anything very... but black? <laughs> it was supposedly a showy costume for the times. So um, this is
0: Sarah Bishop, right?
4: Uh Bridget Bishop. yep,
0: Bridget Bishop, sorry, thank you.
4: Yep. So this particular costume was actually used as evidence against her at her trial. Um, in his <laughs> her her the town dyer, um, actually, <laughs> like, used this as evidence and was like, Oh, she used to bring all sorts of laces, uh, to the to my dye shop, and it's like the shapes and the dimensions were completely outside of you know any sort of regular concept that would be normal for a plain and honest woman, it was just completely out of the out of left field. And it just obviously she's a witch, all of her she likes all of her, color. Yeah, she likes color, yeah, and she literally. uses too much lace and fabric.
2: <sighs> Wasteful.
4: Yeah. Her her fashionable apparel was regarded as a snare and a sign of the devil. Oh man. Um. So on April eighteenth, ninety two, sixteen ninety two, uh. A warrant was issued for her arrest for witchcraft. Um for which she was no stranger. She had been charged but cleared of witchcraft twelve years prior to this already.
0: Oh, oh. cleared, I'm impressed.
4: Yep. They must uh, have not I'm...
0: had their torture laws in place yet.
4: No, obviously not. Um and then she ended up in the in the courthouse again for violent public quarreling with her husband. Interestingly enough, she had never seen or met any of her cu- accusers until her questioning.
2: Wow. So they just heard
1: about her or like seen her around, but like hadn't actually talked to her and were like, huh, bitch is a witch.
4: Pretty much, Pretty much, yep. much
2: yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
4: Uh, several of the accused while they were at the trial uh were supposed afflicted girls from her witchcraftery uh cried out and writhed in supposed pain that she was causing them
2: um mean girls
4: yeah so in the uh in the questioning uh and this is an excerpt from the actual questioning notes from the, uh, from the trial. So, Bishop, what do you say? You stand here charged with sundry acts of witchcraft by you done or committed upon the bodies of Mercy Lewis and Anne Putnam and others. And she answered, I'm innocent. I know nothing of it. I have done no witchcraft. I am as innocent as the child unborn. question goody bishop what contact have you made with the devil answer i've made no contact with the devil i've never seen him before in my life the fact that these are questions
2: that are happening yeah (sighs) yeah but also not surprising
4: no no Um. So, when asked by one of her jailers, uh, she was uh, Bishop claimed that she was not troubled to see the afflicted uh, persons that were tormented, could not tell what to think of them, and did not concern herself about them at all. Um, but obviously, they weren't the only people that uh, that had accused her. Uh, Her sister's husband claimed that she sat up all night conversing with the devil and that the devil came bodily to her.
0: Oh.
2: Hot. Sounds like she has a paralysis demon, not a (laughs) devil.
4: Right? Uh, Literally. So with the whole town against her, she was charged, tried, and executed within eight days. Yeesh. Oh. Uh, on June 10th, crowds gathered to watch and she was taken to the Gallows Hill and executed by the sheriff. Uh, she supposedly displayed no remorse and professed her innocence at her execution. So, I mean, what do you have to be remorseful about if you didn't do a thing? Hey, right. <sighs> And also,
3: um, if this lady can cause mental pain by staring at some little girls, why didn't she just drop the shit? At that you're point, the, you're, you're trying to pause. use logic, <laughs> I know that. I know that. But in yeah. in my in my fantasy world, that's where you go. Okay, everybody dies, and then everyone's dead, and you win because you're actually a witch, and ha ha ha, and you ride away on your broom. <laughs> How that works. <laughs>
0: You ain't gonna catch me. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm That's trying nice. to find pictures of uh, Bridget's very exotic clothing with much much luck, but I posted some an illustration of her hanging and a photo. It looks like a sketch or a photo of. Well, I guess this is a sketch of her. And then, of course, there's the awesome Halloween costume. Oh yes.
2: no! Yeah. Oh no, y'all.
4: Why, Okay, but the, like, is that
2: is that like?
4: <sighs> <sighs> I got nothing. I got I
2: know. I, I just
3: maybe just don't wear historical costumes.
4: Yeah. In
0: yeah. General. Let's not dress up as you can. Who are you can wear
3: all red and pretend you're ketchup. That's cute. I'm into it. Put a <laughs> weird little piece of cardboard on your head. Paint it white, call it a bottle cap, you're done. Your Heinz ketchup, huzzah, uh, good for you. <laughs> don't do this.
0: Jesus. No. Maybe a
3: petted Marie Antoinette. Is that in bad taste? Or, <laughs> you know, I feel what like. If I made it cool. Just... Panniers, man, panniers. Ooh, do that. There you go. And the, like a really dope wig. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Lime green wig. Do it that way.
2: Yes.
4: <laughs> so. The last little bit, uh, not only was she the first to uh, be executed, she was heard her death would also cause a bit of a stir in the area in concern about how, um, I guess, how effective they were being. Um that's not the right word but I couldn't think of another word. Um the court took a short recess. Uh accusations slowed down for a time. Uh more than a month passed before there were any more executions. One of the judges resigned being dissatisfied with the court's methods. Uh a governor even had doubts about the methods and went off to Boston to consult the ministers as to what should be done with the rest of the accused. Um, But, uh, unfortunately for those 18, the ministers were like, nope, charge on ahead, do what needs to be done, get it out of the way.
2: Uh, And...
4: Uh, one of the one of the interesting things is that less than a year later, um, after her death, uh, Bishop's husband Um, sorry, married to another woman, uh, and several of those who had testified her in deathbed confessions claimed that their accusations were deluded by the devil. So sorry,
0: one of the women, the one of the women married her husband.
4: So he went on, he went on to marry another woman. Um, yeah. So this woman, Elizabeth Cash, uh, who yeah. was an accuser, and several other women who had testified against her on their deathbed confessions uh, claimed that their accusations were basically deluded by the devil. The, the, oh. the devil. Okay, like, the
0: the confessions and the remarriage are two different things. Yeah. Okay, I thought he I thought he ended up marrying one of the people that accused her.
4: Oh no, sorry. Yeah, no that that is correct. He did. Yes.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I wonder what he accused her. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't really divorce. It looks bad. Let's uh, get my wife tried for. Uh... Which crap? I mean, uh, that doesn't
1: happen ever. No one ever murders a wife instead of just getting a fucking divorce,
0: right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, then he gets all of her shit, so now he owns two taverns.
4: Yep.
2: Ugh.
4: Why are so I'm gonna. Why are <laughs> <Wireman. laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. I'm gonna go through like a quick uh chronological um thing that sort of sort of goes along with Salem and the witchcraft trials so in 1628 uh, 1629 they settle Salem in 41 uh, english law makes witchcraft a capital crime uh in 84 the colonies may not self-govern. So anywhere that is still part of Britain, basically, even the U.S. colonies at that time uh, are still under British law. In 88, uh, there were uh, arguments that were starting to had amongst people um, people were starting to see uh, sorry make comments about uh, women uh, and other men exhibiting bizarre behavior, behavior. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> so like a son and two daughters uh, and then people started getting arrested for trying to bewitch their own children uh, or other people's children.
0: These people clearly did not have enough to fucking do.
4: No. Uh, You know,
2: like (laughs) oppressing the native
1: people, trying to take over stuff, not starving to death. Right. Not (laughs) enough to do.
4: Not enough Enough to do. Fuckers.
1: Legit. Go tat some lace. <laughs> Talk about witchcraft, legit.
4: Um. <laughs> so a uh, Reverend Cotton Mather publishes the memorable providences relating to cr- to witchcrafts and possessions in the end of eighty eight.
2: I'm sure it was very wholesome.
4: Yeah. In January of 92, uh, a young Abigail Williams, uh, 11 years old, and Elizabeth Paris, 9 years old, begin behaving much as the Goodwin children, uh, those, the young boy and the two sisters in 88, uh, acted four years earlier. Um, soon, Ann Putnam and other Salem, Salem girls begin acting similarly.
2: What is this behavior?
4: Uh, are they having fun? Their their <laughs> doctor suggests that it's probably witchcraft. It's gotta be witchcraft. go
0: down with a case of witchcraft.
4: Yeah. So uh a lady uh who lived in Salem named Tituba. She was actually a native slave. Um of one of the locals was requested to make a witch cake and feed it to a dog. Supposedly, uh, according to an English folk remedy, feeding a dog a witch cake, which contained the urine of the afflicted person,
2: would Uh. counteract Uh. the
4: spell put on them. Uh, the cake, the reason the cake is fed to a dog is because the dog is believed to be the familiar of the devil. Not
0: a They're cat? They're good boys.
2: hmm So.
0: <clears throat> Everyone is just into the devil right now. This is the thing.
4: Right? They're like, hey.
0: This is like the satanic our... panic, the prologue, like, or epilogue, <laughs> or prologue, <laughs> but,
4: <laughs> And like the thing is is people are like, hey, you got some of that witchcraft you can make my kids normal?
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: okay. Yeah, okay. Come on, bring it in.
0: Need some witchcraft then... witchcraft to cancel this
2: witchcraft.
4: Right. Uh
2: so. Um
4: four days later. Four days later. Um There were arrest warrants for Tatuba and two other women.
0: Hey, I know we asked you to, like, you know, help us stop this witch, but, you know, you used magic while you were doing it, so. Mm Yeah. Join her.
4: Yep. (laughs) Uh, These other two women were also accused of making witch treats, quote. Witch Um, treats?
2: Yeah. Can I get some? (laughs)
4: <laughs> Sounds delicious.
1: I want a cake. Can I have a witch cake, but with no peanut, please?
4: <laughs> uh so Tatuba confesses to practicing witchcraft, and then confirms that the other two women that were arrested with her are her co-conspirators. Bitch. Yeah.
0: Like I mean, like you know what? You are an Aboriginal woman who. pretty much sent your entire life in slavery. Fuck everyone, take them all down with you, but still.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, the trials begin. Like, the actual trials and questioning of these people begins in uh, on March 1st. Um. And there are about 19 folks there are 19 folks that end up in uh being accused of witchcraft and and wizardry basically yeah witchcraft and wizardry um on June 10th uh is when the first person would be hanged that's Bridget Bishop as we know um
2: In June 29th and 30th, uh, uh,
4: five women are pronounced guilty and set to hang. Um, Fifteen days before that, a gentleman who who was brought into prison and tried ends up dying in prison, doesn't make it to... No, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it, it gets, uh, it gets a little, a little nuts. Um, so... You're a, woman... a witch!
0: You're, a witch. You're a, witch. a witch! Everyone's a witch! <laughs> Everyone's a witch!
4: <laughs> yep. Uh, a woman named Martha Corey, um... Is uh, So Martha Corey, Mary Eastie, Alice Parker, and Pudater, uh, Dorcas Hoare, and Mary Bradbury are all sentenced guilty, uh, pronounced guilty, and sentenced to hang. Now, a man named Giles Corey, Martha's husband, it, earlier is like, mm, yeah, I don't know... If you know what you're my, wife, my wife of is really true, and they're like, oh, dude's gotta be a wizard. Uh, <laughs> so m- somewhere in mid-September, Giles Corey is indicted. Um Yeah, and it, it gets super fucked. Uh I mean it's already super fucked. So Margaret Scott, Wilmot Red, Samuel Wardwell, Mary, Mary Parker, Abigail Faulkner, Rebecca Ernest, Mary Lossie, Ann Foster, and Abigail, Abigail Hobbs are tried and sentenced to hang.
2: So, like... It's a lot. Yeah. Like, and what's the population of Salem at this time? Do we know?
4: God, I have no idea.
2: So, just like you know, kind of like a dozen people here, fourteen hundred people. Wow,
4: that's,
1: that's a high percentage of witchcraft.
4: That is a yeah. high percentage of witchcraft.
1: How many people did they did they end up sen- sentencing in total?
4: Uh, so, sentencing and killed uh, 19 from June 1st to September
2: 30th. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Like,
0: I guess if you're gonna do one, might as well do them all. <laughs> what the fuck?
4: What <laughs> <Yep. Fuck. laughs> the um, So, obviously, Giles has to go through the torture scenario. Obviously. And he gets brought to trial and they say, well, what are you confessing to us? Confess your crimes. And he's like, well, I've he refuses to speak. So he doesn't say a word. Um, there was a, uh, there's a poem that someone wrote, basically, um, on his in the record of his examination. Uh, I will not plead, if I deny, I am condemned already. In courts where ghosts appear as witnesses and swear my men's lives away, if I confess, and I confess a lie, to buy a life, which is not life, but only death and life. Um, so the quarries were well off, um, were, were well off, but they were uneducated. Um, basically they were well off because they had a very good farm. They fed the locals. A lot of money was coming in for them because they were, they were, they were basically making bank off of hard labor, um, and their own. So when Martha made the mistake of questioning the sincerity of the accusations against the uh against some of the girls um that were obviously you know going after some of the other assumed witches, they started attacking her. So then Martha eventually got brought up. Um
0: You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um so then Giles was like, Well, my wife's no witch. Uh, so he called those girls liars and was like, um pff, fuck you, like what do you your your claims are bullshit. Uh and they're like, How about You're a wizard too. And so, one of the.
0: Yeah, it's like, what would you, what could you even do in this situation? Like, if you try and defend these people, you're just
2: as likely to fucking get thrown in as well. Right.
4: Yeah, that seems, this seems to be the majority of of like what happened to folks who just who just wanted to like a good a good thing to come out of this, right? Like
2: Right. Standing up to
4: whatever anyway. All right. Um and Putnam. And Putnam, mm-hmm. right. So she claimed that on April 13th, while Martha was in jail, the specter of Giles Corey visited her and asked her to write the devil's book.
1: Oh boy. Oh, what?
4: What?
2: First, middle and last name, please.
4: <laughs> uh later, Putnam claimed that a ghost appeared for her before her to announce that it had been murdered by Corey. So the other girls were like, Corey was a dreadful wizard, and then just came came up with a uh, bunch of bullshit stories of being assaulted by his specter.
0: These little bitches were this just like a group of teenage girls Gosh. that were just like fucking around with everybody.
4: I, so I believe no, Anne Putnam was like an older uh, was an older woman. One of the girls that was afflicted was her daughter. So like. Uh huh. She was the she was the mom of the afflicted.
0: So she's like the Karen that like fuck is... y'all.
4: Yeah, she is. She's neighborhood watch Karen is what she is.
0: <laughs> Kinda. <sighs> yeah. Did you guys not how to read the Crucible in school? We were just talking about that. Um, well, okay. I had, but Nathan never did. Um, I think Hallie said she oh. did. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But I just don't. Oh. I I feel like I should be Nathan the Crucible for Christmas. (laughs) That's not. It's not.
1: I mean, it's not the best book, but like I feel like it's definitely always mentioned. Because like, I don't know why the witch trials are so popular in America, but they are. Did Canada ever
0: have any? I'm sure we did. It was just less publicized.
4: Probably, yeah. (laughs) it's
0: not as terrible, maybe. That's our that's our gonna be our next (laughs) time we do witches. Find out. Canada witch trials because I'm sure they fucking existed. We just get overshadowed by the states all the time. Yeah.
2: Um.
4: So in September, when uh, Giles Corey finally went before a grand jury, there was nearly a there was about a dozen people who all testified. Um. That he uh, served bread, wine, bread and wine at a sacrament attended by over 50 witches. Um, So, obviously, you know, having all of these people come up and testify against him. He was like, well, I'm going to be convicted and executed. So. He refused to stand trial. Um,
0: The one guy that knew that, like, you're fucked no matter what.
4: Yeah. Well, he there was a reason behind this. Right. And his farm made money. um, And that and he had a couple of uh, a couple of daughters. Who had already married. So he this guy was 80. By the time all this shit was happening.
0: Oh, my God.
4: So, he basically said, well, if I avoid conviction, then I don't get properly sentenced, and my farm doesn't go uh, to the state. It'll go to my son-in-law's, as per my will. So, he refused to stand for trial. Um, I, I guess
0: be- I will like be subjected to all your fucking torture and shit for the stupid mockery, just so my kids can have what's due do- do to them.
4: Yep. Yep. So the penalty for refusing to stand trial was death by pressing. Ew. Oh yeah.
3: Oh no. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh throat> yeah. Oh, I need so, to
2: leave. Oh boy.
4: Yeah. So. That that happened. Um, mm. It took him two days to die.
0: Oh no, that is yep. horrendous. Yeah. yeah, and at the
4: end of it, he was just like, "Make it go faster. Put put more stones on. Like, just just get this done with. Just get it done with." Yeah. Um. There was another anonymous. There was a sorry. There was an anonymous poem written about the guy. Um. So, they, I guess before I go down to that, um, basically he was, he was pressed, uh, and he's often seen as a martyr who gave back fortitude and courage rather than spite and bewilderment. Mm -hmm. Um, his very public death played a role in building public opposition to the witchcraft trials. So there's already like opposition building from the start of the executions a couple months before with Bridget. And now everyone had to watch this 80-year-old guy who refused to testify um, basically be killed in public. Um, it takes a,
0: you know, well-off rich white man to... yeah. Save women. Cause some outrage. Cause some outrage. Yeah, we can be sad.
4: Yeah. So the poem there is called "The Man of Iron." Giles Corey was a wizard, strong and a stubborn wretch was he, and fit was he to hang on high upon the locust tree. So when before the magistrates for trial he did come, he would no true confession make, but was completely dumb. Giles Corey said that the magistrate. What hast thou here to plead to those who now accuse thy sound of cra- uh, crime and horrid deed? Giles Corey, he said not a word. No single word spoke he. Giles Corey, said the magistrate, will press it out of thee. They got them then a heavy beam and laid it on his breast. They loaded it with heavy stones and hard upon him pressed. More weight now, said this wretched man. More weight. Again he cried, and he did no confession make, but wickedly he died.
2: Yeah. (sighs) Brutal. Yep.
4: Yeah, so after that, things started to turn down a little bit. Um, This wasn't
2: such a good idea, guys.
4: Yeah, pretty much.
2: I fucked up. (laughs)
4: But yeah, that uh, that was this is some fucked up shit.
2: Yeah,
4: yep. uh, there were there were some people who, um,
2: uh, who didn't get the
4: death penalty uh, because they were pregnant. Um,
0: didn't they end up just having to give birth and then get killed?
4: Yeah, I think I think that I think that's oh. kind of what what ended up happening. They were just like, "Oh, but you know what? Shit <laughs> out that baby." Yeah, the babies <laughs> are out. You're dead. Um, and then eventually, their idea of like spectral evidence, um, could no longer be admitted. So, like, uh, a bunch of people were released. Um.
0: You mean we're no longer accepting ghosts
4: as evidence? Exactly. (laughs) So in January of of 1693, 49 of the 52 surviving people brought to court on witchcraft charges were released because all of their arrests were based on spectral evidence.
0: Oh my god.
4: Yeah. Uh, And Tituba... Was released from jail in 93 and sold to a new master.
0: Gross. I was going to say, was she released from slavery, but I guess not. No, why would they? I know, right? That would be humane. Gross. Yeah.
2: Well, that's me. Did you. Uh, Hey, fuckers, play in the other room. Thank you. (laughs) They
1: both okay, so in the middle of that, they both decided to like stand on my desk and get into my shit and now they're wrestling. Um this is Did cats. you it's cats. Did you look into uh, yeah. like the bread mold at all, Nathan?
4: The bread mold? No. <laughs> Was that the So like
1: though? Yeah. So oh. um so, fun fact, I I used to be super into witchcraft, and I have actually been to Salem, Massachusetts, and been to, like, the museums, and bought things, and had a blast with my grandparents. Um,
0: <laughs> a, blast
1: <in> Salem, <laughs> a blast in Salem, Massachusetts, looking at models of people, hey, it's very unsettling. Anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, One of the theories about what caused all of the Salem witch trials was that there was uh, an outbreak of ergot fungus, which causes you to hallucinate. Um, And that, in combination with a bunch of bored teenage girls who did the majority of the accusations, is what caused so many people to die. And then, like, people started to realize they were listening to a bunch of, like, prepubescent girls um, be angry with with each other. (laughs) <laughs> right, and and basically, it's just a bunch of teenagers high on bread mold, um, causing up shit. And then people like started to actually look into it, and that's when a lot of it, like when they quit taking spectral evidence, it was probably just like, "Hey, these kids getting high <laughs> can no longer say I saw this witch."
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, careful doing drugs, kids. Careful doing drugs. Don't. Accuse people of witchcraft if you're doing tricks.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Or just yeah. know that you're. I mean, like they probably didn't know, right? Um, that the mold was causing issues. No. Um, but yeah, because like, and people have been getting high on random shit for like as long as as we've been eating. So. As long
0: as we found <clears throat> random shit to make us high. We've been doing it.
1: I mean, like you know, like uh, berserkers used to. T- drink uh tinctures with mushrooms in them basically just get high on magic mushrooms before they go into battle so they'd be all ragey and crazy at the time
0: (laughs) good times good times nice uh so nathan you said you're done
5: Mm -hmm.
0: all right well let's get onto something hopefully a little more pleasant (laughs) (laughs) courtney tell us about witches today (laughs) um well i'm actually going to
1: start with a sadder story okay so before we get into a little happy so, um,
0: so we're in the right
1: place for it. <laughs> so we're gonna start down and then we're gonna kind of i guess go up i don't know um so i got interested in witchcraft like i was always kind of superstitious we had little superstitions around our house always like if you spill salt you throw it over your left shoulder to keep the devil away. And um like the typical like don't open an umbrella in the house, don't walk under a ladder, um keeping the evil eye away. Um just little things that were always cultural. Um but then when I was in middle late middle school, early high school, I got really really into the idea of being a witch and like joining paganism and joining like doing witchcraft. I had a teacher who Um, was a practicing witch. And I thought that was dope. So I was like looking into it. And at the time, I think we were actually reading The Crucible.
0: The great idea.
1: Because, you know, it's high school. And um, I was in the English for the grade ahead of me. So I have all of these jocks, right? That are like juniors, I think, at the time. And I'm just little baby Courtney. And we're reading, and this jock kept mispronouncing pagan, and it was driving me crazy. And so I corrected him, and I was like, actually, it's not, I think he was calling it pagan. And it was, I was going to explode. And I was like, it's actually pagan. It's actually pagan. And he said, how would you know? Are you a witch? And I, like, (laughs) stupidly said yes. Now, I came up in a... A small town a conservative town and a very christian town and so this immediately led to the entire class like erupting in alaska um, you forgot about the alaska e- in alaska erupting like um i had people like and the teacher had no control over this classroom at this point It was, like, kids asking me if I've sacrificed babies, if I've eaten babies, if I kill animals, if I, like, ride around on a broom naked, if I saw the devil, if all these crazy things that I had never done. Like, I think the most I had done at this point was, like, I had a little altar, and I would, like, try to commune with nature and, like, try to find my place in the way things worked, right? I had done some very cursory internet searches in, like, 2000. Five internets, you know, they're probably not great. Um, and so that basically led to me just crying and leaving the classroom and sitting outside the library, or I think I hid on the library and bald. Um, and so, yeah, it took it took a while for that to kind of fall off. I was really mad at my teacher for not, like, I don't know.
4: Beating the adult anything. in that
1: situation yeah he yeah. basically just kind of sat there and like did not check on me or anything like, i definitely just left the librarian did she was dope um but yeah Shit. so there's a lot of misconception i think as we've found out about <laughs> witchcraft and witches and what it is and a lot of it in the modern sense anyways is just trying to reclaim what's known as like old knowledge and that doesn't have to be just spells it can just be like how how we've done things in the past to get rid of problems or deal with problems or come to terms with issues that we have um and in the and when you look at things or you've grown up in like such a christian world it's really hard to wrap your head around what that can be and that it's not just like harry potter magic or um black magic and scary stuff that it's It's just a different way of looking at things. Um, So it's kind of interesting. The original word, or where the root of the word for pagan comes from, it's actually a Roman word, a Latin word, and it means of the country. And basically, it was when Christianity was getting popular in the cities. You had all of these modern, like, hip people with the new religion, with the one God. and they were doing the new right thing. And then you had all the pagas or the heathens in the country who were still subscribing to the old religions, which were generally nature-based or polytheistic and had strong, often strong female characters in them. I guess not characters. deities. Thank you, Brain, for finally catching up with me. Um so we know that Christianity pretty much took over. And it wasn't until, like, the late 1800s, mid to late 1800s, that occultism and the interest in spirituality and the beyond, in a non-Christian way, became more popular again. And people were looking for ways to kind of tap into this knowledge. And so, I, if I remember correctly, I think Hallie talked about Margaret Murray, Murray.
3: Oh, yeah, there she is again.
1: She's back. So, yeah. So, her works became really popular in these circles, right? People are trying to tap into that old way. And so, um, that's one of the main roots that Wicca has. Now, Wicca is a nature-based, neo-pagan, religious order uh, with a god and a goddess there's a couple different kinds of Wicca out there. Um, as far as I know, all of them have roots in Marais, uh quote-unquote research. <laughs> so they're inherently problematic because of that. Uh, not that that makes it bad, but you have to know that and take it with a grain of salt, I think. Um, and know that when it comes to things like Wicca and paganism and modern witchcraft that there's not really one right way or one way to do it. It seems because it's kind of one of those things that everybody kind of makes fit to them. It's like a a one size fits all, but you take it home and you fucking bedazzle the shit out of it. It's fine. Um. So when it comes down to Wicca, there's a couple different kinds of Wicca. I'm going to cover two of them because there's so many, so many different aspects to modern witching witchery, witching. Um, so the first one is Gardnerian Wicca, which is mostly based on Margaret Murray, but it also has roots in the rituals and s- framework of Freemasonry, uh, also Druidism, and um, the writings of Alistair Crowley. So Crowley is famous for being an occultist and and really into esotericism Um, if you want, like, he needs his own fucking podcast on his own, because you could talk about him for hours just about him. Um, but I know that Stuff You Missed in History Class did a fabulous episode on him that I highly recommend. Um, and he he had some weird ideas, man. I don't know. (laughs) Um, the way that Wicca is set up from Gardner, who was the man who, um, kind of created the religion or at least pioneered his version of Wicca, he gave it its name, um, is that you have a coven, which is just a group of people who are Wiccan or witches, and they're led by a high priest and a high priestess. And in order to become Wiccan, you're supposed to be initiated by a member into the coven. The covens are supposed to be kept secret from non-witches, um and you're not supposed to share like any practices or what you do or who else is in your coven they also have three different degrees to them so there's like a a bottom tier a middle tier and a top tier and at the top are your priest and priestess and in order to like you can, like, be initiated by anyone who's one of the three tiers, but you can only, like, advance if you get initiated into the next degree by someone who's already in that degree. Now, what that means, I'm not really sure, because it kind of keep it secret. And I think also this has kind of changed since it was first created in, like, the 1940s, 1950s.
2: <coughs> so, um, what was his name? Not Edward Gardner.
1: I don't remember. Give me one second. Because my brain died. (laughs) (laughs) Gerald! How could you forget a name Gerald Courtney? So, Gerald Gardner was born in 1884. He's the guy who created Gardnerian Wicca. Um, And he was really interested in the occult. And his first kind of dipping his toes into this... um, was really in the early 1940s, early nineteen forties, late nineteen thirties, when he got initiated into the New Forest Coven. Now, the New Forest Coven um, doesn't have a whole lot of information on like how they started and where they came from. Some people will say that they were like an original cult from the old times that managed not to be stamped out and killed. Um, But it's more likely that it was a bunch of people who thought the occult was cool and then read Murray's works and made their own cult. Um, And at this time, witchcraft was still illegal. (laughs) So you couldn't really write about it in a way that wasn't fictionalized and you couldn't talk about it without putting yourself at risk of going to jail, I guess. I'm not really sure what they would have done. Um, I know that when I went to the witchcraft museum so many years ago, like some of the practices, like dunking of witches, was still allowed until witchcraft was outlawed, and or the the laws for witchcraft were struck down in like the 60s. So,
3: Jesus,
1: wow! Yeah. <laughs> Not that they were necessarily dunking people, but like they hadn't gotten rid of the law yet.
3: Yeah, um, that's uh, no, no, <laughs> right. You oh would think, goodness. you would think that
1: we would just be able to be like, nah, like oh. we're not gonna do that, but no.
3: It flies in the face of freedom of religion, but sure, whatever, what the fuck? Aye, aye, freedom aye. of
1: religion as long as it doesn't make me as uncomfortable. Long as it's
3: exactly, as long as it doesn't question my tiny little worldview.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> so Gardner wanted to write about the experiences that he was having and what he was discovering. Um But since it was outlawed, he just kind of wrote them as if they were fiction. And so he released a couple different books um, in the 1950s. And then after the law was removed, he then wrote, um, I think he called it a grimoire. And basically, it's just a magic spell book, a how-to book. Of how to be a witch, which kind of made some people upset because up until this point, in order to become a witch, you had to be initiated by another witch, and it kind of had like, you know, kind of feels special when you have somebody come up to you and ask you if you want to join, and then you have to be special, and part of the special boys club, right? Um, and that kind of got <laughs> got taken away when you had books. Gardner um, kind of bounced around in the occult world for a while, so he was still part of the the coven. But then he also had joined um, Alistair Crowley's order of Templi Orientis and had been raised up to a bunch of different degrees in there. And so he was kind of high up in there. Um, He also wanted to go to the U.S. and check out New Orleans and learn about voodoo, as you do, (laughs) because it's like it's really interesting. And I'm not talking about voodoo today, but like, man. How much fun would that be to, like, get to talk with somebody? Because I want to I wanna make sure that if we're going to cover something like Voodoo, that I can talk to somebody with actual practical knowledge about oh, it.
3: And not just read about it. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah.
1: because I, I want to be respectful. So, um, same thing with things like Santeria, which isn't really witchcraft, um, depending on who you talk to. And I don't want to offend anybody. But, like, those things are important and need to be handled with respect um, because white people already done fucked up a bunch of shit for them and we don't need to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gardner also was in charge of the Witchcraft and Magic Museum, which is in Cornwall, I believe. Um, Or Gloucester, I think was another place where I said it was. It's in the Isle of Man. Um, So, like, if you ever get to go to Europe, totally go check that out because I'm sure it's lots of fun.
3: I'm Um, hearing we need to road trip, not road trip. We need
1: to road road trip. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) we need to go on a magic tour. We need to go to New Orleans. We need to go to Boston. We can go to Europe. That sounds Um, yeah. You want to kickstart us going around the country?
3: That'd be (laughs) gold.
1: Um. Yeah. So you can still sign up for so like today when you go to sign up or look into Wicca. There are lots of books that you can ascribe to. There are online classes and YouTube, like playlists that you can watch to learn about Wicca. Um, and, um, yeah, it's lots of, lots of cool stuff. Now, the only thing that I have found about, uh, Wicca that didn't really jive with me was that it tends to be duotheistic. So you only have traditionally a male and a female God. Um, And that it tends to emphasize the differences between the masculine and feminine. It has to be, like, they really emphasize those differences and how they fit together, which doesn't leave a whole lot of, um, like, room for other genders or gender expressions and stuff. Um, However, like, you'll find out later, like, most people don't have a right or wrong way of doing witchcraft. Um, it's pretty much like what speaks to you? How does it speak to you? What are you good at? What are you comfortable with? Um so when I started looking into it again, more recently, like in the last five years, witchcraft has really gone from being like books that <laughs> maybe it's because I'm an adult now, too and the internet is bigger, but it's gone from being like, there's three books that you can look at really or find easily. And one set of tarot cards that everybody has somewhere in their house for some reason. Um, (laughs) right. And it's gone from that to like more books than I can count. You can find magic books from pretty much any place in the world. I found herbalism and magic books for, um, First Nations. I found some I found one on Italian which I was telling you about earlier Italian magic which I was totally into because my family is Italian. There's the ch- like the one that everyone seems to go to and gravitate towards with Wicca which is the um, Celtic and British traditional magics um, that are really focused. I think it's mostly just because like Gardner and a lot of the other early practitioners were British, and so they went with what they knew.
0: Yeah, it's probably just what's most common and easily available.
1: Yeah, and so now it's really spread out. Um, The other new thing that I found really interesting that's come out is um, witch talk because we all love TikTok so much, right? (laughs) Oh my god, you're kidding me. Okay, so yeah, so there's witch talk on TikTok, which is basically witches getting on TikTok and some of them, you know, like there's the sillier ones where they're like doing little skits about, you know, interacting with their deities. And then there's also ones where they're talking about um, they're doing like basically like samples of divining um, or teaching people about how to safely and smartly and respectfully practice witchcraft.
2: Because witchcraft can kind of get problematic kind of quickly. So today, from what I
1: found, which is much different from when I first started, because when I first started looking into it, there was a god and a goddess, and that was it. And now people will have different gods, goddesses. Some people ally themselves with demons. Some people don't ally themselves with any kind of deity. And it's from every single cultural background you can think of. Norse, Celtic, Italian, Greek, Roman. Um, some of the ancestral gods of First Peoples in North and South America. It's amazing. And I think it's really important because I think it's a great way for people to kind of reclaim their heritage from colonization, um, which has been a huge theme of what I've seen um, kind of like poking around on the clock app. Um, I also see a lot of really good ones where they talk about things like cultural appropriation. So, making sure that if you are looking into things like santeria, brujaria, and voodoo, that you're doing it in a respectful way. (laughs) And not, like, being a gross white person about it. (laughs) Because no one wants a gross white person. Sorry. Um, There's also some really good ones where they're just trying to warn what they call baby witches or new practitioners so that they're not... um, Doing things that could be dangerous, um, like putting too much energy into a spell or allying themselves with somebody who may not be a good ally um, in terms of like deities and stuff. And then things also like sage, which is a huge contention in the Mm. witch community because white sage is traditionally a Native American herb used for smudging in Native American practices and even the term smudging shouldn't really be used by white people we can use smoke cleansing but smudging is specifically for Native Americans
0: And um isn't there a big issue with the white sage of it um being like overly harvested for this bullshit
1: Yeah so it's overly harvested it like and and people who are First Nations aren't able to get their hands on it and then, like, here's Kelly over here making a bunch of money off of it, selling it to Brittany and McKinsley. Like, and Kelly. And fucking Kelly.
3: Merely <laughs> nearly so- just spit when you said McKinsley. <laughs> McKinsley. <laughs> McKinsley. <laughs>
1: um, another big thing that happens is, like, when... So crystals are very popular in a lot of New Age practices, as well as witchcraft. And the two of the biggest things that I've seen are people who are not um obtaining crystals that are being harvested in a uh, humane way. So on the backs of like slave labor and um child labor and things like that, which is not cool. Um and also people who are buying crystals from people, but they're not actually crystals, they're just resin. <laughs> um yeah. So you know no, I personally gonna... don't don't ascribe Sorry. to the crystal thing, but you know, it's a huge moneymaker in uh, Mount Shasta, in California. I mean, sometimes you just don't know. A lot of the times, these people are buying them from like in bulk from China. Um, so there's two other, three other things.
5: Like blood crystals. <laughs> no. Hey
1: man, if you can't find natural crystals, lab grown is good too. That's why my uh, my engagement ring is moissanite. Cause I uh, I didn't want to deal with diamond bullshit. Diamonds are bullshit, anyways. Diamonds are bullshit, anyway. Moissanite are just as hard, just as beautiful, and not as expensive. So lab grown. Um, like I said, I don't really subscribe to the whole. Like I'm superstitious. I'm kind of into magic, but like crystals are a step too far for me personally. Maybe I just don't drive, but I can fuck with some tarot cards. <laughs> also, if I ever spill salt, you bet your ass I'm throwing it over my shoulder. It drives Jake crazy. <laughs> He's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, how else is it? Like, I don't believe in like the devil devil, but I don't need any bad luck either. So, <laughs> oh, the other thing is uh, like things like dream catchers too. definitely not OK just to have or make on your own unless you're getting it from I believe it's the Ojibwe people of North America, Turtle Island. Um, like... And please don't get thing. it
3: tattooed on your body, for God's sake. Oh, God, sake. don't do that. Yeah, do that. Or, like,
1: they're a sacred thing. Like, just don't... Don't defile things that are sacred. Admire um, I know from that, afar. Yeah, or if it's a gift, or you purchase it from um, an Ojibwe person, great. Like, support yeah. support them, but, like, don't just...
0: Don't just be oh. making and taken. <laughs> um, Thinking about like all those like uh, white women from the '90s that all got like dreamcatcher. Oh, tattoos yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, like we well, used to
1: be able to buy like you can. I'm sure you still can buy like dreamcatcher kits. Oh no, I'm. I yeah, was a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, like before I knew, but uh, yeah. I was having a really hard time with nightmares and like nightmares don't make sense. They don't. So when things don't make sense, I tend to go from, like, my my very scientific mind to my, like, superstitious mind. And So I was <laughs> trying to find, like, respectful ways of getting rid of nightmares that weren't a dream catcher. <laughs> it's, there's not a lot out there. Um, I think I ended up just, like, having a candle by the bed that helped. And I, I smoked my room. <laughs> that helped. But yeah. Um, so there's three other things I wanted to talk about. Um, one is about something that Aleister Crowley actually did. There was a um, a movement at the time because it was during World War II, uh, during the Nazi invasion. And so a group of, I don't remember if it was witches or if it was witches, witches and druids who got together and um, mass cast a spell to keep the Nazis from coming over. Uh, amazing did it did it work Not. i don't remember um but like that thing happened um and again in 2016 um a group of witches across the world got together um in mass to
2: curse donald trump quick it didn't work um but that happened but they probably felt better for
4: doing it
1: yeah, like it didn't. Maybe it worked later in another way. I don't know, but yeah. Um, and then the other big okay, phenomenon. He did
4: get election, elected again.
1: In twenty twenty.
4: When did they? When did they do the curse?
1: Twenty sixteen.
4: He didn't get elected again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if it was to try and keep him getting elected from getting elected the first time or not. But a yeah, time
3: release. It's fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
3: you know. They just overshot like, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It's like I mean, spell work is like praying, really. Like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it's just a way of coming to terms or cl- to closure with something. Um so yeah. Uh the biggest <laughs> the biggest thing I found recently, um, there was like a trend on TikTok where a bunch of baby witches were talking about hexing the moon and how that caused a big uproar in the witch talk community. Because oh like
0: it's literally the
1: moon and that's like they're like that's the that's the three-horned goddess how dare you and like like other people were like that's artemis how dare you and it was like this whole huge thing about like don't hex the moon don't fuck with shit you're gonna die very interesting hilarious (laughs) yeah um some of the stuff i was reading like some of the articles were absolutely like hilarious um but like also like makes sense like in during times of uncertainty they can spot trends and stuff like during times of uncertainty it's witchcraft becomes more popular during times of uncertainty superhero movies get more popular um so it's kind of uh it's kind of fun to look at um and yeah right now
3: it's so so interesting that so many people are actually bible sales are down and this stuff is skyrocketing
1: um well As- i One of the reasons why I got so interested in witchcraft was because I felt like praying gave me no agency Mm. and no control. And I am a person who very much wants control over things as much as possible. It's just the way my brain functions. And so for me, being able to have some kind of ritual or... Something helps me feel like I have that control. And even if it doesn't actually do something, it assuages my anxiety enough for me to get through the day.
0: and it's like oh. a, it's a kind of like meditation in a way. Yeah. yeah, it's something that stops and helps you focus. even if, like like you said, even if nothing comes from it, it's a good exercise. well,
1: that's one of the things I talk about with um tarot cards is tarot cards may not actually be so much a scrying or divination as much as an introspection and a meditation. So helping you think about how can I apply what what can, what can am I seeing here in these cards that will help me think about this situation better. And always, when I was a kid, always, not even as a kid, up until I met Jake, always tarot cards is like, I'm lonely. Why am I sad and lonely? <laughs> Where, where's my husband? <laughs> <laughs> In Canada you All just did not mess them yet, right? Um but yeah, a lot of it is just being able to do that or I've seen um uh, I never did one but I've seen witch talks where they have like um rituals and spells for severing a connection. And it's mostly just to give you some kind of physical kinetic Closer. way of closure. Ritual? and ritual for like a bad relationship or even relationships sometimes that you just need to let go of. So yeah. Um, don't, don't necessarily need to think of it's witchcraft as ooky spooky baby eating <laughs> stuff. Sometimes, you know, you, you get high and hang out with friends and look at cards or are crying and petting your cat. I don't know. Like do whatever makes your soul
2: happy don't curse the moon don't curse the moon don't curse the moon but yeah i'm definitely
1: uh super excited i bought the humble bundle well jake bought me the humble bundle on uh on witchcraft and i'm super excited to dig more into it the the one about um italian witchcraft is italian folk magic is what it's called is definitely cool definitely cool a lot of it's common sense stuff too it's like um cleaning tips that's you know (laughs) cleaning tips purify your home i'm like oh so i'm like cleaning my kitchen making my house (laughs) smell nice okay i don't like bugs bugs are bad (laughs) it's kind of like when i started to realize how a lot of abrahamic religions had tips for things that were creeds but it was mostly just like to keep you from dying often Like, the whole don't eat pig thing is because people didn't cook their meat enough, and, like, you're really more likely to get trichinosis. Makes sense. Or red tide from
2: shellfish. Okay, I can get behind that.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes
2: sense. Yeah. Same kind of thing. That's
1: all I have on witchcraft, unless anyone has any questions that I can try and answer, because I, you know,
0: am not an expert. Uh, no, know they circle perfectly. My headphones are, try- are threatening to die on me right now. So. Oh, yeah, good. cool. All right, guys, that is our episode on witchcraft on Ooh. hex. Ironically, I know. on hex. <laughs> I mean, come on! Like we knew we had to pick the name when that was our, our previous <laughs> great. Right. I love it. Don't <laughs> eat bread mold, kids.
1: <laughs> Don't eat bread mold.
4: Uh, so. Tarot card resin molds.
0: Oh, oh my god. god! I've seen these. Uh, Nathan, do you want to kick Craig? No. Not uh, Craig. Not okay. <laughs> oh,
3: Craig.
0: And that's it for this week. Next week, we take a look back at our last year of topics, providing updates, and discussing the wild, crazy trip that this hall has been. As always, pictures and additional information can be found on our website at thehumanexception.com. To keep up with all things exceptional, be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Human Exception have a story that you want us to cover, want to tell us that we're wrong, or just want to say hi, you can email us at thehumanexception at gmail.com. And to get in on the fun, come join us on our Discord server. Link can be found on our contact page. Keep on being exceptional, like humans, and have a wonderful weekend.